Zillman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott! Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. yeah, the real talent on the show. Oh boy, as I like to say you're gonna need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it. Guns N' Roses song? There is? Yeah. Apparently it's called Perhaps. I think it got leaked or something like a month ago. And now, really? uh, it, I, I think that they wrote it back at when they wrote Chinese Democracy like a million years ago. Are they all kicking still? Um, Did Steven Adler die? I don't know, but it's not, it, it's just, uh, it's just, like a, a it's just Axel Slash died. and Duff at this point. Like, so, of the original five, uh, Steven Adler is not touring with them, and neither is Izzy Stradlin, I don't I don't think. So, I mean, they have a whole, you know, band uh, entourage around them, but I think it's just three of the original members at this point. I mean, yeah, they got a, a large group. Yeah. I was a big Guns N' Roses fan back in the day, but I did not know they had new music out i did see them in vegas a couple of years ago when they did their comeback when axel had broken his leg and he borrowed the uh like singing throne from uh was it dave grohl that had broken his leg the summer previously so <laughs> it's good it was a good show all right well gee nobody cares what about guns, guns and roses, and roses but me roses. yeah oh jesus that's a joke that's a joke that's a joke <sighs>
Let me tell you all about the damn Beatles. <laughs> Kev, you going to back me up here? No, Kev's eating. What are, what's Kev eating? If you know what Kev's eating, call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. What are you eating, Kev? Are you muted? You're muted. We can't even hear you. Wisps, cheddar, pretzel, <laughs> cheddar, che wisp, cheese, and pretzel bites, cheddar. This episode brought to you by wisps, cheater, pretzel, cheater, cheater, cheese, and pretzels. They've gone easy. Oh, geez. Let's do the social medias and try to do a show for God's sake. Um, if you're not following the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, X, all of the social medias, it's Geek Stuff TNG in all those places. Go check out our website, geekstufftng.com. Uh, you can call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Uh, trying to eat. He's trying to eat, too. Everybody's eating on this show. This is the eating show. Uh, you can support the show on Patreon, where for a dollar a month, you get access to the show's private Discord server, where you can chat with members of the show. For $3 a month, you get the early word special, which is basically the shows as soon as we're done editing them, along with a copy of the prep sheet. At $5 a month, you get vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff and then extra bonus shows that we throw in from time to time, like the Sandwich Shop. At $10 uh -huh. a month, you get to watch the show live and direct on Instagram Live where you can see Sandwich Eating Pizza? Chipotle. Chipotle and Kev Eating Pretzel Wisps. And you can see my unmade bed behind me, basically. You so can that's now what see you get. Dom do laundry. Is that why we're running late today? Because you had to have Chipotle? Well, no, I had to get my kid brother together and then we had to figure out food and we had to get the food and we had to get home i gotta do laundry oh, yes, while i do way. a show sandwich is mr mom today my kid my parents are in manhattan seeing dave Chappelle. dave Chappelle to, from the kids yeah, oregon and i get to do landry and watch kids excuse me i'm no, dave Chappelle. Oh, be careful. You might see sandwiches unmentionables. Yeah. There's the wonderful things you could get by joining the $10 tier. See me fold laundry sometimes. Are there any cake stains from those unmentionables from winning or losing a bet? Probably. <laughs> I don't do that for free. <laughs> Check them for cake. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did All the right. cake come out in the wash? Someone left a cake out in the rain. Someone left the cake out in the rain. I don't think that I could take it because it looks took so long to bake it. And I'll never have that recipe again. Oh. Does it bother you when people in songs rhyme the word rain? with again or anything that again. again again i mean it's not again nobody Someone says again the cake out in the rain and i'll never have that recipe again uh, I, I think there's a monkey song and it's uh you know whatever and uh it's been so many years till she came back again but if i ever go back i'll use the same old train train does not rhyme with again monkeys i'm sorry but train uh, Again. <laughs> Listen, you get in. Are they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet? The, the monkeys? monkeys? Yeah. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. 
My favorite one is in um is in Toto's Africa. <laughs> and that one is um uh oh what's they they try to rhyme something with Serengeti. The monkeys are not spaghetti? The they are not in the no, hall. I'm trying to remember how how the lyric goes. On the Serengeti. That's how the line goes, but I'm trying to remember what the rhyme is because it's terrible. I can't remember, but all I know is I always thought it was I guess it rains, not I bless the rains. But the guy was confused. I guess it rains down in Africa. Yeah. Like you just found out right before the song. I I guess it rains. I don't know. All right. It says Oh, Um, did you find it? Yeah, the, the wild dog. The wild dogs cry out in the night. Wild dogs cry out in the night. As they grow restless, longing for As some solitary company. For the company. I know I that know I must that do what's I right. I must do what's right. Even though as Kilimanjaro, sh- as sure as Kilimanjaro rises, rises, blah, blah, blah. Like Olympus uh, above the, the Serengeti. Serengeti. Ew. <laughs> so they're rhyming right with Serengeti? Is that what? Is that? No, no, it's no. Company and Company Serengeti. and Serengeti. Company and Serengeti. Oh, awful. <laughs> this show not sponsored by Toto from Africa. Uh, it's not Toto I, from Africa. It's Toto, and the song is Africa. Were they, well, go ahead. Listen. What you, we, get, Dude, you got nothing to say to me this week? production. Uh, no, 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 excuse me, excuse me. You got nothing to say to me this week. Why? You know why. Yeah, you but know what? I guess I'll try to defend Nothing. myself a little bit. Why? What Nothing happened? What What happened? Say. Is there a story? Do we have something to talk oh, about before we get into the news? We'll get there later. Second half. Second half of the show. All right. Then let's, 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 let's At least do... hold your laundry in the direction of the microphone. I can't, because then I'm doing this. <laughs> Nobody can see what you're doing other Doesn't than that mic move. Instagram. You want over here? Probably better than where it was. I'm over here now. That's why I said I was going to go uh, no visual for a little bit while I folded the laundry. Ugh. And you said it's fine. And then yeah, you're and yelling no, me that it's I guess not we're going. Fine. I guess we're getting no audio from you then either. Oh, gosh. Can okay, you just I'll, fold the laundry later? I don't I'll know. just talk into the mic. I just it's gonna be more awkward to fold my laundry. Well, here's an idea. First of all, since when do you fold laundry? Second of all, why don't you do it later? There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. We don't have that one yet. We have this one. You get that one yet, Scott? No, we only have this one. Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! You got to get "There Is No Tomorrow" by Carl Weathers and Rocky Three. Rocky Three. Rocky Three. Mm, that's the one, with Mr. T, right? Hey, Baba. Yeah. Optionally, the second. I don't want no Rocky in my three. corner. Rocky Three is probably the best Rocky. What? <laughs> okay, what is it? Rocky Four. Rocky Four with Drago. Yeah, Rocky Three Rocky, is good. Rocky, Rocky Three is good. Four went way over the top. That's what made it so great. <laughs> no, that's what made it not great. It and you really me, listen, Rocky. If you, mm-hmm. if you really want how bad Rocky Four is, watch the Stallone cut. 
East Coast Scott and I saw that when it was in theaters. I think that was last year, actually. It was the year before. I forget. Man, it was terrible. Was- Everything good about Rocky IV that probably makes you like it best was gone. <laughs> like what? Can you give an example? No, um, I mean, specifically, no. But the, a lot of that, a lot of the stuff that they played like for differences you know like iago's like weird reactions and uncomfortableness to vegas mm-hmm. yes like i feel a lot of that was cut which kind of may it's kind of weird because then they juxtapose that in act three when rocky goes and trains in russia yeah you know what i mean i don't know it just felt it felt really bad actually i really i really thought it was sad i'm glad that wasn't the cut of the movie that we got to see because I didn't like it at all. My my personal list, it goes four, one, two, and then Balboa, three, and five. Seriously, three is that far down? Yeah. Insane. I like one and two a lot. Four Here is it's... a classic. You almost got to take one and two together i mean i'll take them yeah. together one and two are interchangeable to me they could be in this one you know one and two can be second and third on this list but i'll always put four at number one doesn't doesn't mick die in three yeah dude oh, three mr t punches i think i think it's three one and two as one film okay five stores maybe four after that we, everyone hates five tommy the machine gun come on and and Balboa? My ring's outside. I've been fighting in a ring professionally for years, but now my ring's outside. My ring's outside. Stupid. That movie sucked butts. It did. I, <laughs> I would say Balboa. Well, Balboa is better than that, but not by much. I mean, yeah. And no. then what? I guess we're not putting the Creed movies in here? No, because it's the Rocky movies and the Creed. It's the If I'm doing the Creed... The Rocky Universe, I'll include Creed movies, but okay. now how I'm how do those compare? I haven't seen movies. I haven't the seen Rocky any of the Creed movies. How are the Creed movies? How, how, like, do I like them? Yeah, yeah I like. Them. I like them. I never seen the third one. I had really good things though. That features the um, uh, the alleged the boxerer, alleged assaulterer. Yes. Uh, Kang the puncherer. Kang the Assaulterer. Yeah. You know what? I've never seen Rocky 1 or 2 really? or Balboa. I've seen 3, 4, and 5. That's How do you even have context? Yeah. Why do you even care about Mick if you haven't seen two movies of Yeah, Mick? and what? And who is Carl Weathers for you then? Do you have any idea who the guy is? I mean, no, I get it. Well, they're in... in because in they, four they come, they he the comes back. Flashbacks, I get it, but like, yeah, I mean, no, they, I get they, it, they barely have any flashbacks in three. This is a momentary one in the beginning of three. That's it, exactly. But, that, but that's the point. It's like two minutes of flashback. If I'm being generous, so yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen one and two. Scott Witch Shop. Yep. All right. Should, should we? Should we do this? Geek stuff. What's in the news? Oh, is that the Stallone podcast? We're talking about Stallone things all day. <laughs> Oh man, all Stallone all the time. Stallone, hey, yo, Stallone. Uh, welcome to the Stallone, Stallone cast. We we could probably get his brother on, right? Frank? Yeah, Frank. I mean, or did he die? We have an ID for Frank, don't we? <laughs> do we have Frank Stallone? <laughs> I'll have to look. If there's a I Frank Stallone, I'll get it. 
<clears throat> he didn't he do like the opening or the ending song for Rambo two? He did one of he did one of the major songs for the Rambo movies, I think, because Stallone's like, "Hey, I got this brother here who can sing." He's in Tombstone. That's all I care to remember about Frank Sloan. Which one is he in Tombstone? No fucking way. Who's he in Tombstone? He's Ed Bailey in the first with Doc Holliday. No fucking way. Hold on. I know you don't believe me. Look it up. No, I do. That's the fucking thing. Holy shit. I have an action figure of Frank Stallone that is signed by Frank Stallone. Because they made an action figure of him. It was Jack Pacific. And it was from the Rocky series, but I don't remember what the character was named. I don't know. One of you looked that up because I can't remember. For who? Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone action figure. Put that in the search. Action figure. There's some Rocky one. Yeah, that's the one. That's the only one, pretty sure. Yeah. It's $100 on eBay? Yeah. Because it's old. And it's not even signed. That, you know what? That series, that series is really desirable. It did not do well at the time, I don't think. Or it did. That was the, that was the series we talked about on this show. It's before the both of you. Um, we talked about it because one of the figures was Side of Beef. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. Sandwich, put inside of beef action figure. No fucking way. So Frank Stallone's okay. care action figure is of the street corner singer. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they did it because he's Stallone. <laughs> well, what, what do you see in there, sandwich? The whole it's a hook with a side of beef on it for see? seventy dollars. Uh side of beef action figure. That's and a coat. You get a coat too. And the coat, right? In, in case you put the coat on him, so he's working there again. That's a that needs that's going immediately in my. I'm gonna find one of those for my Rocky display. You have a Rocky display? I do now. <laughs> You're gonna the build it on the side of beef. The most interesting action figures of all time. Number I'm gonna one, get, side I'm gonna of spend beef. thousands of dollars getting a bunch of side of beefs for my display, so I can have a real. Are you gonna butcher- army build sides of beef? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have the whole the whole uh, butcher shop, the whole freezer yes. there with all of them. He just needs two. No, I want a whole shop. I'll have generic guys in the coats, just walking around cutting up beef. Just just clearance six inch Marvel Legend figures. There you go. Right. Working the beef. So that's a that's a good obscure figure. So Kev, our resident toy expert, what would you say compares to that as far as obscure, strange, weird? Hey, figures? here's something I would say. Do you have a figure that you think is the most obscure action figure, like side of beef from the Rocky series? Give us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or, or and you sh- might win a prize of an obscure action figure of your own. So what's today? Let's give it a month. The 22nd. Okay, so it's right. It's the last show before I leave. Thank and you. if anybody calls the GVM line, 
201-730-2547. And we're going to pick an obscure uh, action figure winner, and uh, you will you will get a prize. There you go. All right. I'll put that. I made, I made a note. And put it on the socials. Yeah, I want I, those socials I, I, beefed up. I will. And, but also, Sign I was going to say the up. same thing. If you've got a picture of your obscure action figure, uh, you know, tweet it at us. Tag us on Instagram with it. Let, let us see it. It's Geek Stuff mail TNG. It to the show. Yeah, mail, mail it, mail it to the archive. We'll put it in the, we'll put it in the bin. Not the figure, never the to be photo, seen again. Like it's oh. the email. Oh, you said mail it to the show. Mail us the figure. We'll put it in the archive. It'll never be seen again. Uh, I'm told by the manager of the archive that space is tight. So, <laughs> so make sure you he always thinks small. space is tight at this time of year. But then I swoop in there and correct him. So. Not worried. Listen, I am so excited to be corrected this year. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do let's do some real news here. Um, yeah, let's do real news. We know our booth number at New York Comic Con as of right now. It doesn't mean it won't change because sometimes <laughs> it changes. Uh, what did I say it was? I texted it you said earlier. Eighteen forty-five. Eighteen forty-five, according to rumor. Which and what will we have at that booth? What many will we have fabulous that? prizes. Well, we will, yes, but we're actually going to have other things this year as well. What? We're going to have, first and foremost, uh, yes, the legendary uh, prizes for our raffle giveaway will be in attendance, of course. A lot of new, big toy prizes this year um, and some other things. In addition to that, uh, we are also going to... Uh, we are also going to be revealing um, some new or updated product from several toy companies, which we cannot announce at this time. However, when the announcement comes, keep your eye on the social media to know who will be displaying what when. So there. So For those who, were, were, who saw the booth last year, I think we're at a row over. I think we're, according to what we're supposed to be at our booth from two years ago. Remember the corner booth? Yeah. That's where we're supposed to be. Are we going to be there? I don't know. Definitely. But that's where we're supposed to be. And we're making very exciting uh, uh, inroads with some of these independent toy companies that we talk about on this program. And we're going to give them some space in order to do some updates and reveals, paint masters and new sculpts and things like that. We're giving them the opportunity. You got to come by. If you're at New York, you got to come by and check them out. Um, there may be other fabulous things on display there. Oh, what a nice shirt you have there. How nice. My best friend, my best friend gave me this shirt. Just saying. It's a nice shirt. It is a nice shirt. It every, is... every time you see it, you say it's a nice shirt. And I say the same thing. My best friend gave it to me. And I appreciate I'm taking it. it back. Is one of the is one of the raffle prizes a Zoom call with Sandwich where he sits in cake? I think you could raise a no. lot of money with that. Why is that a Zoom call? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a Zoom call. It's too private. We we got to get money out of that. that I'm some I'm some hooer. One of these only fan hooers. <laughs> hooer. It's one of these hooers. First of all, you she can was look a forward hooer. to some different things this year coming from us uh, from New York Comic Con. So I I plan to be at Comic Con this year, which will be a change from last year. Yep. 
You had better be there. Hey, did Sam, did you reach out to Sandwich's Sandwich and tell him that? that. Were you just, hey, I was supposed to do this shit a month ago? No, I mean, I've talked to him about it. He's interested. We just got to see if he has the time for it. He does have the time for it because it's fucking six weeks away. He he says to boss, hey, boss, I I got, I got, I, I need a couple days. No, but apparently accountants are really busy around that time of the year. I don't know. I need mental health days. Nobody's busy in October. I don't know. He said he might be really busy. I don't know. Yo, you better tell him I'm going to be on the ground in a few weeks. He'll answer to me. It's not busy. Well, you're going to yell at my, you're going to yell at me and you're going to try to trickle down the yelling to my sandwich, but I don't like to yell at my sandwich yet because he's still new and it's like, oh, really? Yeah. God, good thing I didn't adopt that method when you were a new sandwich. That's good. I got right in there. It's different. Thought processes are different. What'd you say, Scott? Sounds like good cop, bad cop to me. Sandwich is the good cop. You're the bad cop. If you didn't know, I'm not the bad cop. Why am I the bad cop? Do you? Because I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring fabulous prizes and entertainment and and toys and reveals and things to New York. And all I want is some help from. You know the the people who who are a part of this program. Yeah, but Sam- sandwich my sandwich is sandwich. sandwich. Scott, because yet. then I'll get on you why you aren't flying in for this. So, jeez, my sandwich yeah, is see? still new to the union. I was sandwiched for at least a year or two before I had to do a Comic Con. That's not true. Yeah, I wasn't fresh sandwich. I go to Comic Con. Yes, you were. The first year you and I were friends, you absolutely did. You and you and and the, you had the scenery, scenery one year before me. No, it, you, you did. Scenery? No, I didn't. You and the scenery were the same year. I could have sworn you had the scenery uh-uh. one year before me. I don't think so. So I feel like I remember the scenery being really, like you know how the scenery does it. I'm um, being like, yeah, I've done this before because I'm the scenery. I don't think so, but there were other things that I did with her. Scenery may or may not be a real person. Um, the scenery is definitely a real person, I assume. That's <laughs> um, proven otherwise. <clears throat> pardon me, um, but uh, no, uh-uh, definitely not. You and you and you and the scenery were the same. Were the same. Uh, we're, we're talking no OG. There was no OG that he year. was at a wedding in like Mexico or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. If that's what you know, he said at the time. <laughs> Speaking of OG producer, since you're not flying in for New York Comic Con, where's my OG appearance? I don't know. I will. I will reach out to him and see if we can get him after New York Comic Con. How about that? Before year well, end, get him while we're while I'm there. See if we can get. I guess that would be better. Home. I don't know. All right, I will reach out. I will reach out to your friend Matt and see if he can join join the show while you're in the area. Oh, I'll, I'll do it. Gonna make it all like that, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, you've only right, known the guy have for... to do it. So just oh, fly in for New York then. Oh, Jesus! Oh, God. oh! Suddenly, not giving me crap about getting OG on the show seems pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Can we do some news? Can we can we talk about geek stuff? For a while have we yes. started recording <laughs> i don't know um, this was all off the air yeah i know this is, this is what 
every show sounds like before we get started. Uh, we, we have some important news to get out there. Uh, this Sunday, August 27th, that is National Cinema Day, and many theaters are offering $4 tickets. So that's your chance to go see The Flash. And only waste $4. If it's still in a theater If it's somewhere. still in a theater. I'm not seeing it. Do you think that you're the one theater on the island is going to offer $4 tickets on August 27th? Probably not. They're open like five days a week and they show the movie once per day once per of day. the five days. I think they're That's open. Crazy. So I don't even know how they make a profit at that. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, let's see. AMC theaters is claiming that they are making a profit uh, off of the last few months, you know, with the, the big blockbusters of Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um, but the CEO of AMC theaters warns of potentially severe liquidity hurdles. So, you know, we got to be careful or we're going to lose AMC theaters again. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then uh, the WGA, the Writers Guild, uh, you know, still on strike. They're basically saying that it's Disney, Amazon, and Netflix are the big, are the, are the gatekeepers of media these days, which makes sense. Are the enemies of media? The gatekeepers. So they're... The they're I can't I think they're saying that between Disney, Amazon, and Netflix, they're more powerful than the other the other oh. studios. They're the gatekeepers. Those three companies are the, the big ones. I see. I think, you know, CEO of Warner Brothers is going, What the hell am I? Chop liver? Yeah. Kinda. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, kinda. Yeah, your words for you. Snyderverse. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Yeah. The flash. Shut up and sit down. Blue Beetle came out. Did you see it, Sandwich? No, not yet. No interest. Not my Blue Beetle. <laughs> my Blue Beetle is Ted Cord, Who has... I think there's, like... They mention he exists, but that might be the extent of it. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I, I, I now have two different... Blue Beetle, Ted Cord, Blue Beetle action figures from McFarlane DC Multiverse. Ooh. Is Very the platinum one actually blue? No. Yeah, that's a good joke. Um, the first one came in a two-pack with Booster Gold. Okay. And it was kind of like, it was kind of like, I don't want to say funny per se, but it was a little like different. And then the new one that came out seems a bit more serious. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So those rumors are swirling around again that um, James Gunn wants Chris Pratt for Booster Gold. So I'm hoping that's true. Well, and, and I have not seen Blue Beetle yet, but I feel like some of the rumors are, like Sandwich said, that it does mention Ted Cord and allude to the like the sequel, maybe having the original Blue Beetle and maybe Booster Gold. So, if we even get a sequel, yeah, it. I mean, it, it beat it beat Barbie Barbie at the box office. It breaks Barbie's box office streak, um, but it was, I think, a little disappointing. Um, t- also, that movie Strays. Have you seen the the previews for that with Will Ferrell and other celebrities? The talking dog, talking movie. dog movie, a rated a hard R talking dog movie. 
I don't know who they thought that was for. It's rated R. I mean, yeah, it's definitely rated R. Like very foul language, uh, talking oh. dogs. Um, it's it's for the sausage party crowd. That's it's, right. We talked about that. Yeah. Same crowd. The four twenty. The four twenty crowd. Um, yep. Let's see. The um, so Barbie is Warner Brothers' biggest movie ever. It has uh, surpassed The Dark Knight. I'm a little shocked about that, honestly. Not in the fact that I didn't think Barbie would succeed. I just didn't think it would get Dark Knight money. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, that's a pretty significant milestone because I mean, but also, I mean, I guess they didn't realize that, like, all the Harry Potter movies didn't. If, if we're talking about Warner Brothers movies, I would have thought that a Harry Potter movie would have done better than The Dark Knight. Yeah. For but I guess well it says. Um, it's the biggest movie ever in the U.S., so maybe not worldwide. Like maybe the Harry Potter movies worldwide um, yeah. did a little bit more than that. So I also feel like somehow, like with the internet being where it's at, especially with with the Barbenheimer, you know, there wasn't like a Dark Knight like two pack two pack of movies that you were supposed to do in theory. Like I mean, Barbenheimer, yeah, that... I think, really helped Barbie. It really did. It was it was a yeah. good, just kind of the the marketing the the, the tie in of that. I think helped to raise the awareness of, of Barbie. I think that a ton of people were going to see it anyway, but I yeah. think because of that Barbenheimer, you know, uh, meme, more people saw it too. So that, that gave it a little bit of a boost, which is good. Absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah. So like the, the director, what's her name? Gre- Greta Ger- Gerwig. Is that it? Gerwig. Greta, Greta Gerwig. I mean, yeah. So she's now, you know, the, the highest, I mean, female director ever and all those kind of things. Uh, so, Oh, that's good. Hey, I get to use this soundbite. Geek Stuff TNG, Dave Bautista, Story of the Week. We haven't had that a Dave Bautista. That was a thing? That was a thing. There was like, a, was like weeks two months that we had it. Yeah, it was all the time. He's going to be in a uh, movie with Jason Momoa called Wrecking Crew from the Blue Beetle director. So while we're talking about Blue Beetle, I thought I would throw that one in there. Now, the Wrecking Crew... It's uh, so it's not, no, not the Marvel Wrecking okay. Crew. Yeah, that was my question. Yeah, we like, saw that. We saw the Wrecking Crew in She-Hulk. Yeah, R- right. Oh, the yeah, I guess sort of, and the fact that they were sort of like them. I didn't but, like it, but I didn't but, like a lot of things. No, no. Let's talk about that for a second, because Absorbing Man. Wait, no, Absorbing Man is not one of the Wrecking Crew, right? Uh, the wrecking crew is just like a couple guys. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're 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 like construction workers, and like one of them's got the wrecking bar, one of them's got uh like the uh, the ball on a chain and all that. But why am I associating the wrecking crew with absorbing man for some reason? There's a well, that's the Marvel wrecking crew. Yes, and it's like crowbar, and there's a whole bunch of Google it. Yeah. So the wrecking crew consists of the wrecker. Bulldozer, pile driver, and Thunderball. And it did make an appearance in She-Hulk. Um they are not related to Absorbing Man. There might have been something in like a TV show about that, maybe. Maybe one of the like the kids TV shows had him in- had uh Absorbing Man involved. But as far as I can tell, he is actively not involved. 
All right. I was just going to say, because I was thinking, for, for some reason, Absorbing Man popped into my head as being one of the Wrecking Crew, but you're right, he's not. But Absorbing Man's character uh, made an appearance on uh, Kev's favorite show, The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, Oh, yeah. Favorite. I love that show. It's so great and so showy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Let's let's stick with uh let's stick with the Disney uh the Disney news while we're talking about the Marvel universe there a little bit, even though that wrecking crew with Dave Bautista is not uh related to the Marvel universe. Did anybody finish Secret Invasion? So what's funny is I found out today trying to watch Ahsoka, which at the time of recording dropped today. Um that my family, I think, changed the payment options for um, Disney Plus. Ooh. So we, I just don't have it right now, and I don't feel like paying for it. So you don't have it, or so they didn't drop it to a like commercial version. You just don't have it. We just don't have it right now. I don't know if they just changed it. Changed. They didn't change over like the um, the payment, like the card it's on or whatever, or if they just cut it. Um, but I couldn't log in and I didn't feel like bothering my parents about it. So, I mean, they, I'm not going to watch any of this stuff for a minute or I got to get my own Disney plus. They raised the prices like 30% cancel. Disney plus was a trending hashtag, uh, recently. I mean, it's, it's rough. I want just Disney plus now. You don't want to cancel Disney plus today. Cause Ahsoka premieres. I know, but they're not dropping so, the whole season though, right? It's a week to week for Ahsoka. Yep. Yeah. So you got to wait, whatever, six more weeks, and then you can cancel Disney Plus for a while. It's going to be 14 bucks starting in October. A month. That's their, I might be is that their lowest tier? That's the ad free. Ad free. All right. But yeah, Netflix and Disney Plus have just raised their prices a lot, and they're theoretically, you know, cracking down on. Uh, but we talked about that last week. Like, I haven't seen anything for. Uh, any, I haven't heard anything from any company as far as a password sharing issue. Uh, let's see. So yeah, but secret. I finished Secret Invasion last night. And I still not even close. I mean, you know, yeah, it just wasn't super exciting. I mean, you know, and and again, the 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 Super Scroll has nothing to do with the Fantastic Four, and that just, I mean, okay, so the MCU Super Scroll has nothing to do with Fantastic Four, but it just seems like. That's a that's a loss for when we get to Fantastic Four. But I guess Fantastic Four has plenty of villains in there in their rogues gallery, so we don't really have to worry about it, I suppose. Exactly. Uh, what else? Uh, so yeah, so Ahsoka premieres tonight, which at the time of recording is the twenty second, right? So just in a couple of hours, you'll be able to watch that. Well, and Sandwich can't watch it, so call the GVM line. And, and describe every episode of Ahsoka to Sandwich. Every episode, which we will discuss on this program. Uh, let's see. Yes. Um, so, well, you could always wait until it comes out on Blu-ray. Mandalorian, Loki, WandaVision are getting Blu-ray re releases. I thought... I so don't pick up the Mandalorian stuff, but I don't know about the rest of it. Well, I mean, if you're an MCU person you would want to have loki and wandavision right yeah and i am but i don't know i, I don't know I'm just i don't know um uh, you know just speaking of, of the 4k releases so prey right that was on that was on hulu right yes the so that's getting a 4k release as well dvd 
So that's a big deal. Go. You know, even though it was a streamer, right? That, that didn't go to theaters, right? That was only on streaming. Yes. Oh, uh, what else? Uh, so Taika Waititi wants a villain stronger than Hela for Thor 5. Is there going to be a Thor 5? Do we he said it would 5? have to be a villain that that was stronger than Hela, I suppose. Something, and I think the reason they're saying this is because there's all kinds of silly rumors going around that, um, that Thor five will be something like Thor against the gods or some shit. So, I don't know. Was that a storyline that I I'm not aware of? No, but I mean, being that they set up Zeus and Hercules. And, you know, Zeus was like, Hercules, go kill that motherfucker. You know, like, it it would kind of make sense for them to do that. I just don't agree that they should do that. And so that could be Thor's last hurrah, and then Hercules replaces him for the no, Avengers? No, it could be Thor's last solo movie, but I suspect he'll probably be in Avengers. That might be his last. Or those two. Kang, whatever the Kang is, and Secret Wars, he'll probably be in that. Everybody will be in that, probably. Secret Wars, Living Dead, everybody. You think they're going to get RDJ back for that? Yeah. Yep, and Chris Evans, Natalie Portman, just they're going to get everybody. Jeez. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I hope. But yeah. I don't know. When is that? That's. I mean, is that five years out at this point? I don't think it's five years out. I don't know. With, with the writer's strike, who knows? Exactly. So maybe it could be five years out. Who knows? All right. Let's sticking with uh, Disney's other streaming property, Hulu. Uh, so they were doing that uh, King of the Hill revival, but the actor that voices Dale died at 64. Yes. So Johnny, Johnny Hardwick, but he did get to record several episodes. So probably not all the ones that they had for him, but. So he will at least be in the, the revival somewhat. I wonder if they'll kill his character off or just have him re recast Dale. You think they would? Some other hillbilly get a job? Yeah. <laughs> well. We'll see. All right. Uh so let's move over to Warner Brothers. Uh so they are finally bringing out the second half of the Doom Patrol season, James Gunn uh, assured us that it wasn't just going to be shelved, that we were going to get to see to finish out the oh, In the Can season four. Again, I really liked I really liked the show, and the last season is still good, um, and I want to I want to f- have the resolution. I want to finish it. Um, but it's been, God, at least six months, maybe a year, since they opened, since they put the first half of the last season and then all the streaming shit went down and then they just it's just sat there it's like why don't you just put the last half on the on so we can watch it like i don't understand why they would even hold it back why they put it out in halves they put out the first half of titans and the first half of uh doom patrol week to week to week and then there was a long break and then they brought titans back out week to week to week to week but they still haven't brought back uh doom patrol i just don't get it and Kev, I think you should watch it. Again, it's not your version. It's not the comics version, but it's a good show. It's well done, and I really enjoyed it. There you go. 
Um, I'm seeing an article here that says, My Adventures with Superman is one of the best depictions of the Man of Steel ever. Have you watched that animated version? I've seen like an episode, and that was the full extent of it for me. Um, I mean, it looked fine, but I wasn't blown away by it. I think the best depiction of the Man of Steel ever is a exaggeration, to say the least. Um, but I mean, if people like it, they like it. I don't know. Best depiction of Superman is I. That's a bit much. <laughs> Kev, nothing to say about it. Don't care about it. I like Superman for all seasons is still that one or kingdom come is still the Superman story that I prefer. I actually really like the like late thirties, like first appearance Superman, as far as a style and, and character goes, uh, which also sort of coordinates or, or correlates with the Fleischer Superman cartoons, which I also like. So those are the were those black and white? No, they oh, were color. They were color. All right, but that's the. Did they so still use that all on all those dollar DVDs of cartoons? <laughs> right, that are like TJ Maxx by the register. Did the, Did those cartoons also use the uh you know faster than a speed, speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, like just like no, the, the show? I don't did? think so. So that's just from the TV show, right? With, that's with the George TV Reeves. show, the George Reeves TV show. Yeah. All right. Because again, originally he couldn't fly; he could only leap tall buildings in a single bound. Right? He didn't. He he wasn't. A, he could do everything like he does now. I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. If you know the history of Superman, call the GVM line. Two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. And you might hear yourself on a future episode of Geeked Up TNG. All right. What other? We're we gonna keep going with streamers for a little bit, or oh, let's let's jump to Apple TV. Let's talk about Apple TV. Did you see the legendary MonsterVerse? Um, series on apple tv called monarch legacy no. of the monsters no with godzilla godzilla mothra maybe mecha godzilla i don't know i thought you were a godzilla guy kev didn't i just buy you a godzilla at uh comic-con i'm trying to figure how i missed that So it's going to be an Apple TV series. So can you, I don't know if you have a subscription to Apple TV. I didn't, I didn't hear anything about it. Um, it's set in the same universe as Godzilla, Kong Squirrel Island, you know, Godzilla King of the Monsters. So it's just a, it's just a Apple TV series set in that universe. So we'll see more kaiju's, I guess. Weird. Is that something that you have interest in? Not particularly. I mean, I might check it out so we can talk about it, but. I don't know if I would have a particular interest in it. So then why did I buy you a Godzilla figure? What What's your interest in that and not this? That Godzilla figure is two things. One, it's Art Adams. It's based on Art Adams' artwork. And the little figure that he's holding is supposed to be Art Adams. It's more about art. And then hopefully maybe, you know, I don't know, Art Adams will be in New York and I can get him to sign it. I'm going to confirm he's there before I have you send it. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, better do that so that I have time to get it there. I have to dig it out of the West yeah, Coast archives, you know? 
Uh, but considering I can't even find out where my own booth is at this point, you know, I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a little time here. So, all right, I have enough stuff to ship as it is. Did, did you guys watch the Tetris movie that was over on Apple? No. I, I Who would watch that? I need you to have Apple. I heard it was good. I, I mean, I, I thought I heard that it as was a good movie. The Battleship movie. I think it's way better than the Battleship movie. You you remember what the movie was about, right? It's not about the game Tetris. It's about the Russian guy who created Tetris and yeah. all of the, right? Well, anyway, uh, Apple's being sued over that because apparently somebody wrote a book about it and the movie is basically appearing to allegedly rip off the book. Allegedly. So, yeah. So so Apple is getting sued for like $5 million for that. Oh, boy. I'm sure Apple can afford $5 million. They can just give it to the guy. Here, go away. Um, there you go. We found this in our couch cushions. <laughs> exactly. We had some change left over, but here's what we have. Here's our pocket change. What about so? So, so you don't have? Do you have Apple TV, Kev? I had it. I think I just recently gave it up. Um, I mean, if there was something worthwhile on there, I'd probably get it and blow through it. I didn't watch Ted Lasso. Before everybody calls the GVM line. 201-730-2547. To give me crap about it, I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, no, I don't have it currently. I'm not opposed to getting it, but I don't have it currently. Well, I don't, I mean, I know you're a, you're a Peanuts fan, right? I am. So there is the Snoopy show. So like new episodes of, you know, featuring Snoopy and the Peanuts, a gang. And uh, just dropped its third season. And there's going to be... Um, Snoopy presents one of a kind Marcy. So a whole episode focusing just on Marcy. Ooh. So if you're, if you're a Marcy fan, better sign up for Apple TV. I mean, it's the reason to get it around Christmas is because they're the only ones that will have the Christmas special. That's right. Yeah. So you want to watch Charlie Brown Christmas? Well, no, you need it right now. You need to watch buy it on DVD. Right. Which I think, I think I have it because you need, you need, um, you got to watch It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, in October, and then Thanksgiving, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and then a Charlie Brown Christmas. I mean, you, you need all of those. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving is ridiculous. But it's good. And then it's the Easter Beagle, Charlie Brown. You can get the the holiday, the Peanuts Holiday Collection on DVD, currently on Amazon. Regular DVD for fifteen fifty one. For is it that that all three of those? It's that probably more. Christmas. It's probably it's the Christmas. It's probably the classic ones, and then it has the the ones that were created for like DVD for 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 VHS a hundred years ago. Let me guess. It's a Charlie Brown Christmas, and then something like it's Christmas again, Charlie Brown or something, right? I'm seeing a Thanksgiving one, the pumpkin one, and two Christmas looking ones. What's the other Christmas one? I don't know. It doesn't. I don't have titles for some reason on this thing. Well, it's got to have them. Look at the description. I'm looking. <laughs> what is it? Your first day reading? It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh huh. Thanksgiving and Charlie Brown Christmas, and then yeah, it's a Christmas again, Charlie Brown. Is that what it's called? A Christmas again, Charlie Brown? <laughs> Whatever the hell you said before. I don't know. I guessed. That's why I'm asking what it's called. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, a Charlie Brown Christmas. I don't know why they have four pictures of here up here, but they have three. Wait, was there one just Charlie Brown? 
It looked like there was. Did I just fuck it up? You probably no. called a boy a boy named Charlie Brown was a special or a movie. Yeah, but that's not a holiday theme. That's just that's a, not a that's, holiday one. Yeah, yeah, like the non-holiday ones, like uh, Snoopy Come Home, which made me cry because Snoopy got lost, and that was the song. No, no, hmm? Snoopy did not get lost, sir. Snoopy purposefully left to go be with Lila, his original owner. So there is six total episodes. It's a great, it's the Great Pumpkin with the bonus episode. It's Magic Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown's All Stars. Yeah, a Thanksgiving see? one, and then the Mayflower Voyagers. Uh huh. And then go. Charlie Brown Christmas, and it's Christmas time again. Charlie Brown. There you go. And then it's a Flash Beagle. Charlie Brown. There you go. It's all the it's it's the original classics and the bullshit direct to VHS ones from God knows eighty eight some shit. There you go, and you can get all that for fifteen fifty one. So really, what you're getting is the three classics for five dollars and whatever cents it is twenty cents, and uh, the other shit you just have to have with it. I like that they have a VHS option. Nice. If you if you want to buy the VHS tape, Amazon. Yeah, I'm telling it. you, I'm telling you, it's probably a holdover. Look at see if you can determine what year that was made. That 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 set that collection. I'll bet you anything. It's like 1993. Um, so the this VHS tape says first available is 06. Now I don't know if that's just oh no release date. No, what the fuck. Release date's 2001, I'm seeing on this, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. I still had VHS tapes then. So did I. I, got a I box was converting. Of... I was converting to DVD slowly. Yeah, I got a box of Wait, VHS. You were five, so you were having your parents do it for you. Right. Or were I you was six? advanced for five. You, you, you were six. You're My video old. tastes for a five-year-old were incredible. When you were five, where did you go on the whole VHS beta thing? Did you did you think it was going to be beta, or did you go with VHS right away? I don't know what beta is. When I was five, there was no such thing as beta. What's beta? Sandwich, do you really not know what Betamax is? I know it's the thing that existed. I don't know what the fuck it is. How about a laser disc? Do you know what a laser disc is? Is it the little fat floppy disc things? No, no, it's a, a, no. it was a movie. A giant CD. It was basically like a DVD, but it was the size of a of a record. playing record. Do you know what a long you know playing what record, record is? is? <laughs> yes. I know what that is. The grooves make music. I don't know how, but they do. I, I, I don't either. The needle scrapes through the grooves and music comes out. If you know how records make music, call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And confess to us all that you're a witch and you know witchcraft because you know how that thing works. That's right. Witch! All right, let's do one more. Let's do FX. So the Justified follow-up, City Primeval, it seems to be getting good reviews. I heard I heard good things about it. With, of course it uh, is. With uh, Mr. Timothy Oliphant playing, reprising his role as Raylan Givens, the Marshal. Um, Justified was a good series, uh, and I have not watched the update yet, but I saw two articles this week that I thought was interesting. So Timothy Oliphant auditioned for the Kirk role in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, so we could have had we could have had Cobb Vanth as uh, Captain he would have been awesome as Kirk. He would have been awesome as Kirk. 
You think Chris Pine did not totally do a good job? I see that. But I know why they gave it to Chris Pine. Because he's a little bit... Because Chris Pine is a softer edge than... I mean, look at the characters that... that uh, uh, that that what's his name is played. Ollie Fant. He played Hitman. Yeah, look at the characters he's played. You know, go watch Tombstone. Go watch Justified. Uh, go watch The Girl Next Door. You know, other other film roles. The The Hitman. Go watch that movie. I mean, this is not a guy who I think could easily transition into being Kirk. Although physically, I can see it. I get why they probably went with Chris Pine instead in that particular case. I get it. I get that. So same same time I say an article that said uh, the president of Marvel wanted it, Timothy Oliphant to be Iron Man instead of Robert Downey Jr. because of Robert Downey Jr.'s past. So same thing. He, yeah. He could he could have played. Uh, that was Favreau. What's Robert Downey Jr.'s past? What? What's his past? You don't know that he was... Uh, I, I mean, know, he was like a fucking horrible druggie, right? Yeah, yeah. And overcame it. Now he's doing well. Now he's... I, I find... When I found out about it, I tried to Google it. And for some reason, maybe it's just how I was trying to Google things as a, a younger lad. I couldn't even find any pictures of him, like, drugged out. Like, I was trying to, like... I, I want to see what fucked up Robert Downey Jr. looks like. The jokes about Robert Downey Jr. was that, I think on more than one occasion... He like he was like whacked out of his mind. And he just went into someone's house and went to sleep. I'm pretty sure that happened more than once, actually. I mean, yeah, I remember them saying that you know he played a, a strung out junkie Julian in Less Than Zero, and then he became Julian in real life. Yeah, but he, it was yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> He's much better now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's the that's the comeback story. I mean it's a it's a huge comeback story. All right, why don't we take a break and come back and try to do the second half of this episode? And with that, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode seven hundred and thirty-six. Thirty-three. Well, that's well, two hands of three, sir, is six. Well, you knew it was 30. and 3. All right, 33. 7.33. That's also not 33. What, what do you, is that what you wanted? And, is this and what you wanted? Note, <laughs> and on that note, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 733, the one with no name yet. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. 
Oh. <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line 201-730-2547 and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hey, this is Frank Stallone from Barfly. I hear a voice down there, but I sure as hell don't see much. And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the sandwich shop, Pie Day Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get 118 scale, 
hangout accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely palm crisp. That's right. No geek stuff TNG would be complete without palm crisp snack mix. Palm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like palm crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev, does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes palm crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, palmcrisps.com, it says our original blend of palm crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, I'm, Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, you see, sir, I, I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. Yeah, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this? 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Reach right. them at checkout and look like a weirdo. <laughs> Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. We need to do a new commercial because I think you've moved on from Parm Crisps because Costco on the island doesn't sell them anymore. I don't think I don't think Costco anywhere sells them anymore. I'll find out in a few weeks, I guess. I wonder if Parm Crisps went out of business. No, they're still in because they're on they're on Amazon, but they're not like the same or something. They don't sell the big giant bag on Amazon, I don't think. Mm.
we're on hey yeah welcome back hey uh you know some more timely information uh in the rebooted reimagined or reunited or re-released category uh jurassic park is celebrating 30 years and coming back to theaters um uh, i think this friday the day that this episode should come out the 25th of august something so. something else is just something else just turned a strange age I can't remember what, but I was pretty, I was like, whoa, that's been a long time. I don't remember what, though. Maybe it was Sandwich. <laughs> Not yet. I don't know. Go back and look. We had a birthday show for Sandwich on here. He said in cake. No, wait, that's not what happened there. Not um, yet. Shouldn't they have well, that on, on everyone the Everyone laughs. You're, when you're... the cake thing happens, no one will laugh then. Yeah. Or we all will. Yeah. Are you it's on the island like, where it, they filmed it, Jurassic I Park? I only lose in this because if I win this bet, well, I just don't sit in cake. <laughs> That's correct. That is a win. Because as of right now, you're sitting in cake. How's the so, white? No, you got enough shit. Definitely, I'm not sitting in cake. Trust me. You, do you remember? Do you remember the bet, sir? Yeah, three bins. Three bins. Was that? Was it three bins? Yes. It's three bins. What does this mean? That you can get everything that's not in a bin into three bins? Other everything than, other that, than is, 12 everything that is less than 12 inches. In three bins. Well, you said 12 inches or less before, but if it's now, it's just twelve less than 12 inches, then fine. No, because, all right, if that's the case, we're measuring, we're measuring Hot Toys boxes because they're all bigger than 12 inches. Okay. Okay. Saying, <laughs> I'm picking out your shorty shorts. Just saying. All right. But you just sitting cake. When the fact I can't literally walk into the the fucking unit anymore. Sure. Yeah. Because there's so much stuff, Kevin. It's just not that much. Okay. And it's only a couple of more weeks. Oh really? Do we want to talk about who got what at the at the box this week? Who got what? That's next. Do we week's want to have episode. that talk? That's next week's episode. No, you said the second half. Yeah, but we're doing it for the second. Talk thing. about the giant. Talk about the giant Joker box, if that's what you want to complain about. Or you it can talk about the other Joker thing. Box. You can talk about that other thing. You ungrateful. <laughs> when was I ungrateful? Cake sitting sandwich. Oh, stop. This is a Listen, bit. I know it's a bit. What? Are we, we're playing the bit. What are you it's talking about? The cake the is not a bit. You can't talk over the D&D intro. It. I can't even hear it. Is he playing the D&D thing? I can't <laughs> even play, hear it. He just played it. <laughs> There's a new D&D book, folks. We're all very excited and yeah, totally you're off the hook for three it. minutes. <laughs> I got you for three minutes. You mess with the bull, son. You get the horns. <laughs> um. So the newest D&D book released last week. We were late on it. Uh, Bigsby presents Glory of the Giants. Regular edition cover, for those who can see. Special edition Probably cover. Probably can see it if you weren't swirling it around. Okay, fine. There you go. Here's both covers, side by side. Got some giants. 
from Giants. Glory of the Giants, is that what it's called? Uh, yes. Glory. Do you want to mention the retailer that you got those from? No, you fucking don't. Nope. So, big B, Glory to the Giants. So, this is the first book to have the price hike. The $60 physical uh, price hike, as opposed to what was 50 Does it come with a digital code? No. I thought it did now. Or is the special edition come with a digital code? No, this they do not come with digital codes. No, I just I think thought, that if you buy I it through that was part of the deal now. Did I misunderstand that? Isn't it if you buy it through D D Beyond? You buy it through you online. Get, you then you get the digital, digital included code. in the price. If, so so if I buy it from them directly, I get a digital code? Yes. Okay. Well we, we may have to switch to that then. Who's this we? I'm just saying we. You don't get special. All of us. You don't get you don't get special covers from D and D Beyond. You can't get the special cover from them. No, well, that's just retailer only. You don't need two oh, okay. digital copies anyway. So you get your special edition cover from the retailer, and then you buy the regular version from them to, and get with your the, with the code. I might do that. Oh, speaking of which, sandwich. Oh yeah. shoot, where did I? Do I have that on my my thing? I, I may have found a trove substitute. There you go. Just thought you I might mean, want... I, I have a website I have used in the past, but it's not really the trove, but I've used it for books. This is kind of, oh, I wonder if it's the same. Well, we can discuss later. Yes. I so, missed the trove there. I said yes. it. <laughs> uh, Big B Glory to the Giants. Like I said, it had the first one with the official price hike going up to $59.95 from $49.95. Yikes. Um total pages you have about a hundred and you have including every page 192 pages. So it's about the same. It's a little under, it feels a little skinny. Uh for but 60 bucks, it feels a lot skinny. Yes. Um with that said though, what do you get in this book? Obviously, glory uh glory to of the giants. Sorry, glory of the giants. What's it about? Well, folks, it's about giants. Uh, what do we get here? You get one new subclass, a barbarian giant subclass. Who would have saw that coming? Um, some new backgrounds, and obviously a large amount of giant-related uh, stuff for DMs, how to involve giants in your games, things about giant backgrounds, like how they interact in their kind of like class system, because it's very class-based. Um, and then a large portion of the book, a little under half of the book is a bestiary of all different kinds of creatures and monsters that are giant related. So it's basically a giant source book. It's exactly a giant source book. Is there, is there adventure and adventure in there also? Um, there's like hooks and things you can do for an adventure, but it's not like a set adventure. Okay. There might be like a tiny one that's like real simple that you could plug in, but there's not like um like a set adventure for this stuff. Am I right in remembering that we had something like this for dragons? Yes. Uh Fizzband's Treasury of the Dragons, something like that. I have that book something, on the counter some I have that on the counter on my uh bookshelf over there somewhere. Um had more pages, was less money, but you can't complain about the the Do I have that book? Yes, you have that book. Do I have the special cover? Yes, you have the special cover. Just checking. Yes. I don't know what I have. That's not an addict. 
That's not addiction, <laughs> sir. Not addiction. Keep slinging that word around, and it's just not accurate. How about a problem? Is that a problem you don't know what you have? I mean, the problem is I got to endure this shit all the time. That's the problem. Anyways, um, I did initially, I didn't like the idea of this D&D book. I, you know, I came into it knowing that it was already going to be a whole $10 more for essentially the same thing. So I did come into this book being like, I already don't like you because you're more money and you're not more, you're not more book. It certainly seems like, yeah. I mean, I wonder, did they talk to us? Did they give us some insight? Why, uh, why there was a price hike? Are we just in using inflation to, I think they're just trying to use inflation and just say, I think they, I think I remember an article saying like, we've been trying to not price the hike, the price, the hike raise the price for a while now and it just became too much to bear because you know hasbro said that D is under monetized so now we have to monetize yeah that's not what they said that's the truth is that when wizard of the coast and hasbro is like D is under monetized the price of books was going to go up but I, I will say this for about a i mean 5e has been out for about a how long now a decade it's a decade and they they the book started at 50 bucks and they're still 50 no. bucks. It's nine and like six months. Are you sure? It came out 2014. We do this every time. So, I mean, they kept the price pretty stable for nine years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, yeah, I don't like to see the prices going up either, but I mean, honestly, every other book in the series has been the same price, pretty much $49.95. Other, other other than the yeah. slipcase, you know, three set of uh, Spelljammer, right? Yeah, that that's the only one that was different price wise, as far as I can remember. Yeah, so I so I mean, I mean again, I I've yeah. not I, I you know I don't feel like it's a major big deal when everything else in the world has gotten so expensive. No, yeah, it's just like when it's new and it's like damn, more money now. Yeah, kind of I stuff. almost feel but, like it would have it would have been less of a big deal if. The first book ten years ago was fifty bucks, and then it was fifty one to fifty. You know what I mean? Like if they had raised the yeah. prices by a buck it was a year, incremental as opposed to a ten dollars straight. Yeah, price that, so that's I think that's why it feels worse, but it's really yeah. not that that bad. It's yeah. unfortunate that Hasbro thinks that we're all idiots who don't know that they've said things about how D and D is not being properly monetized. Yeah, you know it's unfortunate because. Everyone knows the truth, and it just makes them look like shit when they say shit like, we've been trying to not, blah, 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 blah. And then everyone on the planet who cares knows that they've been talking about how they need to be making more money on D&D. Like, it's just so stupid. You know, it's so stupid. Either don't say shit and lie to your investors or... Just own the fact that you raised the price because you wanted to make more money. You can't have both. But that's uh, that's Hasbro. You know, they literally say shit in their investor meetings, which instantly gets out to every fan of every property. And then they have to be like, oh, uh, you know, it's inflation. And, you know, the costs are going up. But meanwhile... In the investor meeting, it's no, we got to make more money on this shit. We're raising prices because we want to do better. You know, it's just fucking nonsense. Fucking stupid Hasbro shit. (laughs) 
So with that said, we only we have three more books left. Well, three more, I guess, releases for D and D five E at this point, unless they decide to surprise us with more, you know, in the new year, which new year is one D and D or D and D one. Like I said before, we have a new campaign coming out, uh, Fandelver and Below the Shattered Obelisk. That's a campaign going off of the starter box campaign. So they waited 10 years to follow through with that campaign. So that'll be fun. Uh, Plane Chase or Planescape Adventures in the Multiverse. So multiverse fun. Oh. That's the slipcase. And then the Book of Many Things, which I think is just going to be a bunch of magic items. Do we know the price on that? How, I mean, that can't be... So it looks to be running pages. the same price as the campaign, so it's got to be sixty bucks. I mean, man, they're gonna do two hundred pages of magic items. I mean, it'd be great, but I mean, the, well, the, you know, when you have a picture, to, you have a really nice picture to cover one page, and then you know the first couple pages are like talking about magic items. Yeah, and then you know they'll. they'll it's not magic gonna be two hundred pages. Magic ordinary items. everyday items that are imbued with magic and special abilities to help your character accomplish the tasks and missions at hand. I could write it. I feel like I was. Is, is that the there. voice you use when you DM right there? Yep. How would you know? You never see me DM. I know. That's what I'm asking. Is that the voice that you use? The entire campaign is narrated what? by that voice. The voice from Family Guy? Yeah. Oh, come over here. Why don't you try and pick that lock? Hey, Stewie. Stewie. Herbert, isn't that the name of that character? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then um, also... Uh, Sandwich. So the next couple books will come out September, October, November. No book in December. And then... I don't think we have a date for one D and D in theory coming out because I don't think it's going to come out till probably August or something like that. Cause I think they're going to play test it a little bit. Um, but yeah, they're going to go two quarters without a book. I think so. Are you doing any of the play testing Dom? sandwich? I don't even, I don't follow D and D beyond. I kind of despise the property. Um, so I don't take part in any of the stuff because that's where they release all of the unearthed arcana, which is where all the playtest material shit is. Yeah. Um, I don't like D and D Beyond. So I don't. That's where I would be getting the um unearthed arcana shit. I like D and D getting PDFs from shady sources. What do you call <laughs> that? A trove. Used to call it the trove, but. They eventually shut that shit down, which is too bad. Before I got every book and every everything ever. You wouldn't download a car. Why would you download a movie? Now, it's you wouldn't download a DVD book or a D&D book. Why would you download the DVD I would, book? I would entirely download a DVD book. I'm already doing it. The golden age of piracy shall, shall return. In the 2020s. You know what, though? It wasn't in nothing to do with the material. I have all the books. That's not the issue. The issue is, instead of it taking me 40 minutes to reference something, it takes me 40 seconds. 
you know, because I can I can go in the PDF and search the PDF yeah. for words and shit, and then it's just like there it is, done. Oh, it's, I mean, it's convenient. You know, I I play D and D in the way I run it, just because sort of not in the same vein. It's in the vein of Kev, but not as extreme, and and not in a bad way. Kevin, whatever is has been in D and D is allowed. The way I run it in my games, like whatever you can find in Five E, or you could find it in another Arcana, I don't think it's horrible. Sure, I'll allow it. Just run it by me. It's because no. sometimes players will pull up a something from a book they found that's like Sword Coast Adventures Guide. Well, I don't have that book, and you know sometimes my players like I think I read in the book that when I crit I get to eat five apples like some dumb thing it's like are you sure about that or do you oh, think about that eat apples so i have to pull it up so if i don't have the book you know it is convenient just type, type, type and pull up on a a trove like uh that information you are misrepresenting me because it's not simply that everything is available that's not what i exactly what i do no, what i, I know, do but, but yes Oh, you go. Sorry. If you can find an official uh, D&D reference, be it TSR or Wizards or whomever, reference for the thing that you want or trying to do or trying to be or whatever, then I'm totally down. But if you bring me shit from Pathfinder, I'm not going to accept it. I will accept anything that's been published officially for D&D, meaning I won't take third-party stats either. The closest I've ever come to that, and I still make exceptions for, would be either Dungeon or Dragon Magazine. That's it. Mm-hmm. And most of that stuff was TSR approved anyway. Yeah. Like, uh, like um, what's the Wild Elf as one? <laughs> the stats for Wild Elf that appeared in Dragon Magazine. I would take those. Because I consider that a, a reasonable and and actual source rather than just some third party dudes put getting together and writing a book. There you go. That's the difference. And as far as you know, the whole multiverse thing with Planescape goes, um, I like my way better. Which all the worlds do exist, but they exist in one world. You know, massive planet, uh, totally and completely acceptable means for keeping the worlds apart, and so on and so on and so on. So, so just get on difference. a boat. Just get on a go. boat or climb over the mountain, and then you're in Greyhawk. Well, if you just have to climb over the mountain, then there'd be a lot more. There'd be a lot more people who were from one world going into another. So you eliminate that by making that climb impossible or ish. Yeah. But that kind of impossible. So that if you do have a, if you do want to get a character from one of the worlds, if you will, one of the, one of the, uh, what do you call it? One of the realms, uh, realms one of the, uh, the places, yeah, the, the yeah places. There's a word though. I can't remember. Like campaign settings. If you want to get them from, you want to get them from one campaign setting to another. 
there are ways which that can happen. Maybe this guy is the first guy or one of the very few who was able to climb that mountain, or maybe he fell down a hole and somehow ended it. You know, like there, you know, that's the storytelling aspect of it. Very few from this world have ever crossed over and made it into this world for whatever reason. That's all storytelling and having them be an exceptional and possibly even a one-off character in the realm in which the game actually takes place. Like if you're a three crin from red, from uh red, not red sun from um, uh, what's, what's the, the bug people from um, uh... black dark sun from dark sun. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're one of those bug people from Dark Sun, you may well be the only one that the people in the realm, in my game, in the realm that you're in, you may be the only one of them they've ever seen. You know, or ever likely to see, because somehow you made it from the Dark Sun realm, if you will, to whatever, Greyhawk. Is that what you said, Scott? Yeah. So that's, that's the way that I play it. There's a reason, there's a way... There is a rarity and so on and so forth. And when you set the game, you know, if you if I set the game in Dark Sun, then the three crin would be just normal because everybody, generally speaking, you know, knows of three crin. But if you're all the rest of the characters are not from Dark Sun and they all traipse in there with metal weapons and metal armor and everything else, if you know anything about Dark Sun, they're in a lot of shit. So, you know, like that's the storytelling aspect of it. And I don't feel it's right to, I don't feel it's right to leave out anything. You know, any campaign setting that you can justify or race or anything you can find that has had official stats written on it that are either published uh, by the license holder of D&D that does not mean somebody who's done third-party material, or Dragon or Dungeon Magazine, totally in. And that's why my random character generator, my random character generation system includes, it's got to be over 100 races at this point because that's how many have been written about as player characters and a few that I kind of cobbled in there as player characters. So there you go. Why don't you make that available? And with that, we will bring this D and D up. No, that's not how that goes. How do we do that? See out on that one. We kind of do it. Talk about anyways. uh, Talking about the book real quick. I enjoyed the book. Uh, Sometimes I give rating. I remember the rating. uh, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. And that I already played the outro. You guys can't hear the outro. What? Can't hear it. I don't know why you guys can't hear it. I thought that this no one worked. can hear your shit. Some of your production which you can't hear it all. I don't get why you can't hear it. And it shouldn't happen until I go. And that is our D and D update for the week. It's D and D. Warriors that terrify. It's D and D. Let's do this. Let's do this. Hold on. If this is fucking amusement park update, Scott, I'm gonna come through this phone. <laughs> no, it or is not. It is not. Or whatever. It's this one. eBay alert. eBay alert. eBay alert. All right, so I got two different things that were recently sold at auction. The first 
was Orson Welles' Citizen Kane Oscar. How much do you think it went for? 38000 Oh. How much would you pay for an original Oscar? Oh, we've got a picture of Sandwich holding an Oscar. We should make that the picture for this episode. I don't think it's an actual Oscar. The one he's holding. The one. It is. Oh. Whose was it? It was some... It was like an art one from like the 50s. Like set design or some shit. It was like an older one. Oh. Because someone had broke one. Hey. Someone had broke one because they did like the fist pump. Oh, yeah. And they dropped it and they snapped the head off. Nice. So, you know, being like that solid. It's not. It's not a solid thing. It's plated. Um, but the fucking snap the head off. Want to be the asshole who broke an Oscar. Be that guy. Um, so that's why even in the picture, uh, they're very much like you hold the Oscar like this. You are given these select amount of poses. And that's all you can do because we don't want you breaking another Oscar. Um, and I actually, I saw this article before. And if I was looking at this right, um, this isn't an actual Oscar. It's a replacement. So apparently, or, uh, you Orson can't Wells, sell. Yeah, you, without, you, can't, you can't sell an Oscar, period. Right. Well, the the one that you if you get because the uh, the company that makes the Oscars they'll give you a replica. But you got to pay a dollar or something like that to get a replica Oscar, and then they they'll give it to you, but you have to give it back. Or like you have to you it can't go to the public first. I think right. And then um, well, and apparently he didn't get his. He didn't go to the Oscars that night. Yeah. And then his daughter said she couldn't find it, so they made they gave her a replica, and then then the original showed back up, and it's a whole it's a whole thing. But how much do you think an Orson Welles Oscar goes for, Kev? Orson Welles fake Oscar thirty eight k, six hundred and forty five thousand dollars for the fake one. Yeah. And now an, another sale, the bar from Cheers. The whole bar? The whole fucking bar. They took the bar. The whole fucking bar. Sandwich doesn't get that reference. He doesn't get either. He doesn't know what Cheers is, so it doesn't matter. Um, no, it's not a Cheers reference. It's, it's not, but he doesn't know either one. He doesn't know the bar or the other He knows reference. what Cheers is. Sandwich. Oh, apparently we're on hold. Um, so do you think that the bar from Cheers sold for more or less than Orson Welles' Oscar? I'm it, going less. It's like card sharks, higher or lower? It's, no whammies. No big bucks, no whammies. Stop. It was higher. It was $675,000. Oh, probably a lot harder to display. <laughs> I don't know. You got a big, uh, a nice... Uh, Nice rumpus room down in the basement to You're put the building, bar down there. Yeah, the rumpus room. You're building a building around that. <laughs> How do you even get that in a place? What does it come apart? <laughs> it, I mean, I would assume it's it's a it's a square actually, right? So it, yeah, it, it went around. So it's probably more of a rectangle than a square, but yeah, that seems. Where where is this thing? Is it delivery? I mean, you know, you got to pick it up. Yeah. 
Delivery not uh, not included. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I bet. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno bar. Oh, the antique brass cash register that sat on the back of the bar sold for $40,000. Okay. That's a nice item. The items are from TV memorabilia enthusiast James Commissar's collection. He said the bar from Cheers, complete with the names of the show stars carved into it, was in studio storage with a dead skunk in it when he acquired it. Um, Nice. So, yeah, it doesn't say where it was when it was sold, but it was in his private collection and he sold it. Ted Skunk Land. Ted Skunk. What else? What else was on the list? Uh, let's see. We got, we got plenty of stuff on the list. Let's talk about uh, Red Dead Redemption, the movie. No. Not, not anytime Next. soon. So I don't think there's going to be a Red Dead Redemption. We don't mention Red Dead Redemption on this program anymore. We're not giving any air to that fucking shit that they destroyed and now all of a sudden they're posting again on facebook because they got it for the ps4 or 5 and like the the twitch or some shit and now everybody is like go fuck yourself basically because online was abandoned sorry about that Sandwich norm who <laughs> Um, who who makes Red Dead? Is that Rockstar? Rockstar. Yeah. yeah. So they are uh, Stupid. acquiring a modding team that they previously banned from, uh, let's see. They they banned in 2015. They made a, um, this mod team had a mod that facilitated piracy, but now they're uh, acquiring them. I guess it's cfx.re is a mod team. There you go. So... I mean, you know, there's plenty of nerds who care enough about a game that they want to break it. So, if you hire some of those nerds, you can have them make your game better and then teach you how to prevent it getting broken in the future. Yeah. That's always fun. And then Cheers got bought for a lot of money. Regarding video games, my heart. Because I haven't played Fortnite with my friend. In months and months after promises were made. So you said you would drop this. <laughs> I did that week. What about that? What about that musical? Oh, what are you saying? RPG? You saying? I don't have the right to say anything. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying. I wasn't saying that. When did I say that? I said you made a promise and then you're not keeping it. I promised I would not bring it up that week. That's not the promise you made. Get the tape. It wasn't recorded. The, of the promise. It wasn't recorded. I said, I will not give you crap about it for like one week. That wasn't the exact, but it's fine. It's fine. I was playing Fortnite with my other friends the other day. Oh, that, how nice. How nice. Wow. Be sure to text Kev when you're playing Fortnite with other people while he's out busy doing things. Yeah, or when he's online playing Fortnite, because that's the best. Yeah. You weren't on. Why don't you play with me? Why don't you play with me tonight after the show, Sandwich? Because after the show will be eleven o'clock. So, so I'd like to go to bed. Ugh, I have to drive to work. That's it. We're ending the show now, so that we can play. What's uh, your excuse yeah. now? We're ending this. The excuse is this isn't. 
There's more show after this than you know it. There's more show after this. There's always more show. Um, what about that uh, musical RPG game we looked at, Kev? What a piece of shit that was. It did look terrible. Stray Gods from Humble Games. Is it a, is it a Kickstarter? I, I have no idea. Do you even know the name of it? I, I've already forgotten we even did that. <laughs> we talked about that. Uh, let's see. Other video game news. The Xbox 360 store is going away in 2024. Yep. That's that's kind of sad. What, what do you get from the Xbox 360 store? So it's just like what, where you would buy games online and just download them right to your Xbox. So just but if, they're, if they're ported forward, they'll be in the regular store anyway. No, yeah. But does that mean if you have an Xbox 360, you, you will not be able to get You're any new so games well. for it? Yeah. 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 It's just they don't support that system anymore. Correct. I mean, I think that system is almost 20 years old. Came out in 2005. How old were we yeah. when they came out? Oh, we were, if my math is mathing, nine. I was yeah. nine. You might have been 10. All right. Let's see. Last video game bit of news. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie surpasses Frozen as the second biggest animated film of all time. Super Mario movie and, and Zelda games are breathing fresh life into the Switch. Um, as so Nintendo puts a 52% in, uh, profit. New console in like a couple of years. Let's see. And then, oh, did you see the guy that does the voice of Mario? The Like the video game? The, it's a me, Mario. That not Chris. What's he his retired. Name? Yeah, he's retired. done. retired. Like a day or two ago. Yeah. He's transitioning to a Mario ambassador, I think is what I read. He's just going to talk about Mario. Mario. It's me. It's a Mario. (laughs) It's me, Mario. Let's talk taxes. Let's talk taxes? Yes. Why is Mario talking taxes? Why not? Because he's got all those coins. He's got to pay tax on them. Absolutely. The IRS shows up there to get the taxes on those coins. He's a retired... (laughs) Right. There's it's no 401k. Luigi. Mario? He doesn't put coins in his Mario. 401k. Mario! 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 Hello, G. Still in my head a hundred years later. <laughs> Oodle lolly. Huh? All right. Should we start wrapping things up? Show me one. Hello there. I don't know if that counts or not. It sounds like you said show be one. I said show be one. What? What did you say, Kev? Hello there. Hello there. General Kenobi. Hello there. (laughs) 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 Fucking dumb General Grievous. Stupid Grievous. Did you see that? The the, the meme where it's got the scene where um, I, I I think it's Kylo throws the lightsaber into the water and then just shows General Grievous run up and jump into the water to get it. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Um, I've also seen a guy holding his friend, <laughs> yeah, sideways and just swinging his arms and legs. Yeah, <laughs> being Grievous can't it's get enough of the General Grievous memes. Okay, let's do the social medias and get out of here on this episode. Sandwich, uh. you go. We didn't get to talk about the thing. We can talk about the thing in the next episode. Kev, did you forget we're doing two episodes? He's just ducking it. That's all. I'm no, it's, it's, right, it's right here. It's a bit. Ugh. It's right here. Good for it. 
Good for you. Kev's on the social media. Where is Kev? I'll tell you where Kev is. He's at BK Geek Stuff everywhere that's not Xbox, where he's Big Kev GS. Where uh, he's waiting. Uh, well, because it's on the prep sheet. I don't play games with Kev anymore, much to his chagrin. Um, and not he gets funny. really upset about it. Not funny. Anyways, if you want to play Fortnite with him, he'll be there. With and do I do nice like, things? And do I do nice you. things? Do yeah. I do nice things for you? I do nice things for you too. I same. do plenty of nice things for you. Just saying. I've been doing nice things for you since you moved to the other side of the planet. I'm just but saying. I didn't it's think we were measuring contest. nice things. It's not a contest. It seems like you're trying to make it a contest, and I'm winning. Where am I winning? <laughs> On Instagram at Fat Dumbledore. F A T D O M B L E D O R E. And who's producing all of this wonderful show? Well, our good friend Scott, who can introduce himself on social media as. Uh, Pie Day Scott, P-I-D-A-Y Scott. Uh, you can also just go to Linktree and find me there, uh, or Twitter, Instagram, whatever. I'm in all those places. He spells so well, folks. There you go. What are we going to call this episode? There was uh, a lot of food in the beginning. There's a lot of food in the beginning? Yeah. Episode 733, there's a lot of food in the beginning. There you go. That seems too much. First comma a snack all right there you go revenge of the snack first comma a snack got it episode 733 first a snack and with that we will bring episode 733 of this fabulous this program, the one we called first a snack to a close the way we end some shows by saying Good night, William Friedkin. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
Yay. All right. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.